welcome back to the Cracked Die podcast. I'm your host and GM, Sean, and I'm super happy to be talking to you guys today. You know, I hope everyone had fun if they participated in Gen Con Online. I know I did. It was a great experience. I got to play some new games, some old games. I really had fun playing in some Pathfinder Society stuff. Uh, the special this year was really fun. And as always, Gen Con, whether in person or online, was a great experience. Now, we have some exciting news ourselves. Starting August 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv, The Cracked Die, we will be beginning a new adventure path. GM'd by our very own Matt, who plays Twin Talon on this show. Matt will be taking myself, Haya, Pete, and Brent through the new Agents of Edgewatch adventure path. Now, I'm really excited to get to play through this. Matt is an amazing GM, and we really hope you can all join us there. Also, if you're Amazon Prime subscriber, you have a free Twitch subscription. Now, if you're not using it for anything else, we would love for you to subscribe to our Twitch feed to join us in all of our misadventures that will inevitably happen in this adventure path. I know I'm stoked. I'm really excited to play through this. So that's again, that's August 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash the cracked die. Now, rumor has it that you might be able to even influence how this game goes. So make sure you tune in and see what we do. All right. We're getting into the meat and potatoes of this adventure path finally. Midway through book two, let's see what our heroes can do now. Welcome to the 47th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Finally! <laughs> this is the one I've been waiting for. Yeah, 47. That's interesting. So whenever I hear the number Don't ask. 7, I think clerks. I thought um, it was 37. It is, but I whenever I hear something 7, 37, 47, I immediately think of that line, and it makes me happy. Anyway. 37 dicks? In, in a row? In a row? <laughs> hey, you, get back here. Previously on the Cracked Die podcast. All heroes dealt with some dragon pillars. As they continued to explore, they found everyone's new favorite person, Gerhard Pentagast. After suffering some insults at the hands of Gerhard, our heroes decided to chase him off into the jungle. Let's join our heroes now, deciding what to do. Last episode, you met your favorite NPC so far. Your uh -huh. of Fucking Gildor's Lockhart, whatever the fuck is real. Gerhard Pentagast. Well, I, I did, but it was it was one of the dead Churikai. Churikai dead number four. I, oh, that's okay. my favorite. Yes, well, Gerhard Pentagrast, the world-famous archaeologist, found a dragon pillar that he was going to liberate and take back to Taldor to show off. But you all chased him off because he was kind of a jerk to you guys and talked down to you and insulted Pondwatcher. And, and Ted. And, well, and drinking. Yeah. And drinking and Temid. Yes, well, Temid we does said not Temid like him at all. So, Pondwatcher, 
Mm. Are are you chasing after him? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh, oh dear. dear. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't see that kind of shit to me, you boy. Pun watch I'm gonna come get you. <laughs> This is how we know they've been traveling together for a while. Yes. You know he would support this. Silver would would be like, all right, I'll search his pockets once he's done. (laughs) This reminds me of one of my party beat a man to death in the street in Riddleport. And we just, we had a nice meal that night. We can't, we can't talk about it right now. It's too long of a story. Oh my god! Some other time. But uh, but but yes, I I'm gonna chase him down. I'm not gonna kill you. You know, a little peek behind the curtain. I'm not gonna kill this person, but I'm probably gonna beat him a lot. <laughs> See how far he gets in the forest with no kneecaps. You know. I mean, I'll probably. I'm so stupid. I probably won't even find him. But you know, I'll try. No. Let's do this. Let's chase after him. So I have the chase rules in front of me. Oh wait, God! Are we splitting the party? Twin Talon, are you still with the pillar? Um. Twin Talon, I, I didn't really get to say much last episode, but what Twin Talon was doing while you guys were um, backing him into the woods, Twin Talon was unbridling the horses. <laughs> okay. Because Twin Talon's clan, horses are sacred to them. So this was kind of gross to him, and he was going to free the horses anyway. But now it gives me a chance to figure out what the mounted combat rules are. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be good. The way chases work in second edition is you can gain you there are a certain number of chase points you need to gain. You gain chase points by overcoming obstacles. Each obstacle requires a certain number of chase points to overcome. So, when you get to an obstacle, you're going to make a skill check and you will gain a if you succeed, you will probably gain one. If you critically succeed, you will probably gain two. If you critically fail, you lose one. And if you regular fail, you don't gain, you don't lose. So that's how it's going to go. Gerhard is going to roll against these same obstacles. And hopefully he can outrun you guys. If he can't, well, then you catch up to him. Is he Who... still in, in view of us when he's leaving? Like, as we give chase. So, he sprinted away first, so he's going to encounter the first obstacle, then he's that will give him a lead, hopefully, if he passes it. If not, then yes, you can still see him. If he passes, you cannot see him, and you'll have to track him first. Does that make sense? We'll figure it out. So, who is giving chase? Just so I know how many of you there are. Pondwatcher gives chase. Okay. Sir, is more probably going to chase Pondwatcher than... Timid's chasing. Twin Talon's like not going to be left behind. Right. It's like when your friend gets in a bar fight and you're like, oh yes, no. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's like, shit, <laughs> now I gotta get involved. <laughs> it's like, when you're, it's more, I feel like it's more like when your drunk friend starts chasing a raccoon. You all start sprinting off. As you start sprinting after him, you see him jump over what can only be described as deep mud. So, how do you guys want to get through over or through this deep mud? And he ducks into some trees. You can either use athletics to slog through it, perception to find a different path. I, I want to just blast right through it. Or acrobatics to jump over. 
Yeah, you can acrobatics over that if you want. It sounded like there's a third option that you just never. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Oh no, I just stopped reading. Yes, you can also <laughs> acrobatics <laughs> over it. Is there a specific? Do we roll for initiative to see who goes in order for us, or do we just kind of go and tell you what we're doing? I'm gonna a little go a little free form on this because I wasn't expecting a chase, and I'll be honest. I don't have all of the chase mechanics down perfectly, so... You had a whole week to prepare. What's I am a... Sean. <laughs> whoa, whoa, see? What did you do? <laughs> For a whole week? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna watch Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't know. Not like we record these back-to-back. -back. <laughs> right? And just spread them out. We record them moments before we release them. <laughs> Everyone knows this. There's no editing. <laughs> Clearly. Finish the Clearly. session, goes right out. <laughs> this is live. Um, this is live, okay? This yep. is live. We'll do yes. it live. <laughs> That's right. And Mike, we see you put the chips down. <laughs> hey, 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 focus on the road, okay? Focus on the road, Jacob. Sorry, I I really love to play Pathfinder while driving. Just one of my releases, you know? <laughs> it's just one of his things. All right. So you see Gerhard look at this deep mud area, and you see him kind of like zip around it as if he found another path. I'm assuming I'm not allowed to just throw a frost file and freeze the mud. Uh, yeah, you are if you want to. I could do that. It would work. Sure. You step on it and it breaks. Then. Yeah. That's that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. Or you slip. Yeah, okay, no. Should just like shoot and slide across it. <laughs> but no. You cannot okay. risky business it. <laughs> I beg to differ. And I hope you put in the piano music to back me up on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Alright, um, so do we just roll? Yeah. Yeah, so who's gonna who yeah, if you want to roll? Right. My best bet is perception, so that's what I'm gonna go for. Alright. I'm jumping. Okay. Jumping it. I'm slogging. Okay, okay. Athletics is my best Slog. skill. <laughs> All right. So, Temid with a 23 acrobatics, you manage to jump over the mud, and you gain one point for your team. Huzzah. Brianna, you slog through it. You almost slog through it faster than you think walking around it would. <laughs> and you get two points for critically succeeding for your team. This isn't so deep. Nice. Soraya, you find the path that he went down, and you also get two points for your team. <laughs> for finding it. Pond Watcher, you manage to uh, slog through it and keep up, just about keep up with Brianna. She's a little bit faster than you, but you manage to get two points for your team as well. And you guys are right on his heels at this point. Okay. And I, I have to say, it's impressive how she's still faster than me, even though she's wearing like 95 pounds of armor. Yes, slogging. That, and, she, and she's like way shorter than you. She's like scurrying along with her little legs. That's very impressive. <laughs> Thank you, I tried. So, <laughs> dumb question. Is he within 20 feet or so? Um, I'd say no. He's just outside that. I do like 21. that you all were like down to chase this guy. Well, one foot on and one foot what is it? All for one, one for all? Yeah, all for one, all for all. Uh, yeah. But really, I was just hoping I could communicate this guy with a tangle to slow him down. Okay. 
One for Timid and all for Timid. We, have to, we have to pick up the uh, thing, the totem pole, and, and make him turn to stone and just leave him with the other people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is kind of a dick. It's not like he was like super nice and you were just like wanting to murder him. <laughs> no, he was like, oh, I'm so much better than you, and I will pay you to do my bidding while I'm raiding these lands for their plunder. We should <laughs> also resume something else, that the G- <laughs> Low-key was my plan, so I'm down for that. So next you see him, uh, after he dipped down another path that Soraya found, you see him run and bump really, like, his shoulder throws him off of a tree and he kind of rolls with it. But as he rolls with it, you see two giants. And when I mean, when I say giant, I mean like mechanically large, six square sized beehives fall and bees uh... just start stinging him as he's running through there. Oh, no. uh, you can make a fortitude check to endure the stings or one of you can act quickly, use a survival skill to try and smoke them out. With the can smoke. I just, can I throw a smoke bomb? Yes. I will throw one of my poison smoke bombs. Pesticide. What? Pesticide. You took out all those bees. All right, make a make an attack roll. Alrighty. So, Soraya, you throw the smoke bomb in front of you into the, the wasps, or into the bees, not wasps, into the bees that <laughs> you were running, uh, and you see them kind of make a hole, you make a little hole for your entire team to get through. And you manage to get through them without getting stung at all. And you manage to catch up to Gerhard. He is within 20 feet, and you see him about to jump over a river when suddenly you hear hooves coming from in front of him and he stops as he's about to jump and you see Twin Talon rearing back on a horse. No saddle. Just getting in front of him and stopping him from being able to make the jump and you all catch up to him. Would you like to roll initiative now? Tammy looks like, wait, what? Oh yeah, of course. Let's fuck this guy up. Oh no. I did a dumb. I'm sorry. I did not. Yeah, let me let me click on me. <laughs> but I I rolled a 16 initiative. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> well. Shut up, uh, dos talones. <laughs> Twin talent rolled a 29. 12 just like seems to be my my initiative number for whatever reason. All right. 25 baby, 25. You're everyone's favorite, Gerhard. Uh, He's my favorite of all the Gerhards that I know. I can't even say that. <laughs> you actually know a Ger- Gerhard? No. Yeah, Gerhard Johnson. What a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Twin Talon, you go first. So Twin Talon will use nature to uh, against the animal's will DC. To get the horse to kick him. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man! Good Goodbye, boy. Gerhard. Strokes the horse's neck. And, like think of all those times you were saddled. You'll never do that again. What um? What is it versus? The horse's will DC. Okay. Go ahead and make that. Yeah, twenty-one. You succeed. Great. Um. So the hoof uh, is plus seven. Uh, Oof. 
think it should be more, but I understand. <laughs> oh, I thought it was plus seven damage. Never mind. That's not. That's not a tremendous modifier. He'll, the horse will attack again. Okay. <laughs> Twenty. Will miss. Ow. And then Twin Talon uh, with his next two actions will uh, quick draw and stab at Gerhardt. Uh, and he is flat-footed to Twin Talon. So I went first. Does a 31 hit him? Yes, I would hope so. Does it crit? It does not. It's unfortunate. Jeez. Yeah, these guys aren't lightweights anymore. So he takes 17 damage. Nice. 21 to hit? I'm guessing misses. Yes, 21 will miss. Even if he's flat-footed? Yes. All right. Slippery one. All right. <laughs> Timid. All right, so Timid um, slides up on this guy, walks pretty much. Uh, he runs straight through uh, Brianna and is standing on the other side of this guy from Twin Talon. Okay. I'm going to try something slightly different than what I normally do. I'm not going to cast Shield this time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Guidance on myself. And it's a verbal, it's a single action verbal um, component. So he, you know, he says whatever prayer, says, you know, guide my, guide my rapier, or whatever he says. And then he attacks with a, an extra plus one. All right, let's see it. 32. Two. Plus, oh, that's actually plus one, so it's a 33. 33. <laughs> nice. Now, come on. He is flat-footed because he's flanked. Right, okay, so that takes two off. Come on, tell me, tell me. That's a hit. And? That's a hit. What? And it's also a critical. I'm pretty sure that's that's what you're saying, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, so I did roll um, six, six damage. damage. All right. So your rapier swings, and you manage to get him in the in the chest, but his armor absorbs most of it. It's Gerhard's turn. <laughs> so the first thing he's going to do is give up to here. Then he's going. Oh, he has to draw. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna say he was not running with the weapon. So he's going to draw his shoddy blunderbuss. No, you know what? No, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't he have it out? Wasn't he threatening us with it? Yes, but when he ran, he probably stowed it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, he's going to draw a whip. Oh. And th- then he's going to whip. Uh, whip? Whip it real good. Oh. Whip. It's great. He's just going to draw the whip and then move back a little bit more. He's not going to theatrically crack it once or twice? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Heck yeah. Brianna. Does Brianna know whether or not people are doing lethal or non-lethal damage? <laughs> or attempting to? What are we doing, well, guys? You saw a horse try and kick him twice, and then you saw Twin Talon stab him. Uh, okay, and then you saw Temid slash at him. Well, Actually, Brianna. he stabbed him also because it's a rapier. Oh, yeah. Pierced him with the rapier. Brianna will Hold move. on. Hold on. Oh. As soon as oh. you move there with a, with your movement. Well, 
we, we should probably describe what there is since our yes, audience sorry. cannot see where there is. So All right, Brianna, well, let's, let's let's take you back a little bit. Okay. Right, so you're there. Uh, where's there? <laughs> <laughs> you're right there. You're standing oh next to Temin, right where go. you started. Okay. And you are slowly, or, well, not slowly, but you are beginning to move up to Gerhard. Yes. So go ahead and move the squares one by one so I can tell you to stop. <laughs> stop right there. First square. The first uh-huh. square. Um, so 15 feet away. Or 10 feet away. 10 feet away from Gerhard. He, uh, the whip lashes out at you as a reaction. I, I finally get someone with a reaction. Boise. And... The whip tries to trip you. Notice how he says the whip tries to trip you. It's not Gerhard. It's the <laughs> no, no, no. The sentient whip. Noise. What? As a writer, I don't approve of this passive voice. <laughs> I believe I make a, an attack at you, and if I hit, it can knock you prone. Uh, I. You're asking the wrong person. No, it's, it just has the trip. trip. Right. It, yes. It just has the trip. Oh. Yes, Sean. I'm sorry. Get it right. Well, the whip allows you to do a trip maneuver from range, I think is the, the goal. Right, it has the trip trait, so you don't have to have a free hand. Mm-hmm. It uses athletics. Why doesn't it give me the athletic stat? <laughs> uh... Well, it's probably just like plus negative 10 then. All right. So, what... Brianna, what is 10 plus your reflex modifier? 20. 20. Oh, you're not, you're not gonna fall. I'm little, but I'm heavy. <laughs> the whip lashes out and misses you. You may continue your movement. That's what I thought, little man. Get over here. Get over here. Um, <laughs> and I guess since we're all slashing, um, is it a critical miss? Uh, how's 17? <laughs> That's a miss. It is not. Phew! Then as my last action, I will swing again for a 21. That will miss. Stop being so squirmy, little man! Yes, I said. Ha-ha! Uh, Bond Watcher will move. He can move right up to him with one move action. Oh. He's going to try and trip you when you get ten feet away. Multiple reactions? Oh, no. He can only do that once. Never mind. You make it all the way there. You're not very proficient in the savored Sting's favored weapon, are you? Who? (gasps) Bond Watcher drops his halberd on the way. Okay. And with nothing in his hands, we'll attempt to disarm him. Okay. Make an athletics check against your reflex DC. Make that roll. A 26. 26 will do it. Yes. So that is a success? That is a success. Okay, so that means I weaken his grip on the item until the start of his next turn. Attempts to disarm the opponent gain a plus two circumstance bonus and the target takes a minus two circumstance penalty to attacks with the item or other checks so basically i have my hand on his wrist when he is uh 
fluffing around with that whip. All right. But I also have another. Uh, I have another action. So I'm going to attempt to disarm again. Okay. So that takes a negative five because it has the attack trait. Right. So this should be whatever I get minus five, right? Yep. Ooh, that's only an 11. That will critically fail. No! Does that mean now he has two weapons? No. That means he, uh, Pond Watcher loses his balance and becomes flat-footed. Soraya. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, doo-doo-doo. Well, she can also get over to him in a single move, I believe. Okay. Or she can get at least, like, next to Brianna. I think it's 35 feet to get to his other side, so she can get about here. She'll actually move in again, even though it's not entirely necessary, and also try to disarm. Okay. She's, she doesn't really know. I, I, bombs seem like a bad idea. <laughs> she doesn't really know what else to do. Okay. Uh, that's an athletics check? Yep. She's not very good at this. Ready? A seven. Critically fails. Oh, no. You are also flat-footed. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah, I take damage. Yeah. yeah. If they're Wait, being those look like easy picking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could... You could sneak attack all of them now. <laughs> oh no. Twin talent, don't do it. Never. <laughs> Take them out. Wipe them out. All Never a man so tempted. <laughs> um, Alright, so first thing, Twin Talon is going to request that the horse move him to the other side of um, Fieldroy Lockhart. <laughs> I love that it's just become his name. Uh, 26 versus the will DC of the horse. Yep. <laughs> he will trot around to the opposite side. Um, the horse does. Quintella doesn't know anything. He's just asking the horse to do stuff. And then he will... Yeah, he'll attack him. 29? Uh, 29 versus his flat-footed AC. Will hit. Is that a... It's still not a crit? No. I hate this guy. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's 16 damage. Woo! All right. 26. That will... Hit. Yes. So that does 23 damage. Oh my right. gosh. Timid. Let's all just pick them apart. Yeah, you just see, he's starting to like squirt blood from everywhere. Uh, so, Timid, feeling something inside him now, because this guy, you know, it's, it's against his faith to, to turn down a drink from someone trying to be kind to you, so... He has a crisis of faith, so he causes this guy to have a crisis of faith, and so he casts a spell, Crisis of Faith. Basically, uh, it's a a 20... I'm sorry, I was just trying to be dramatic. It's a uh, DC 22 will save. Will save? DC 22 will save. Also, quick question, does he cast Divine Spells? No. Okay. So, DC 22 will save. He fails! Wait, that's a crit... That's a crit fail, right? No. We can't see the roll. Oh, I rolled a nine. He has a plus oh. eleven. That's twenty. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw the eight in the chat, and I thought that that was. I'm sorry. I got excited. Okay, so he takes sixty-six damage. Oh, jeez. Sixty-six. No, that's what he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sixty-six damage. <laughs> <laughs> Flat damage. Cool. He takes nineteen points oh, of damage. Yeah. All right. So he looks... Mental damage. He looks shaken and doesn't know what to do. Uh, oh, where, 
<laughs> and he drops his whip that Pond Watcher has in his hand. And he reaches around. For free, he drops it. He draws his blunderbuss. So that was two sk- That was two, t- uh, two actions. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your third action? Uh, third action, he calls out to him. And the cast shield. Uh, no, um, <laughs> he tries to. Uh, cast drop. Um, <laughs> he tries to tell this guy, like, he says, um, stand down. We have you surrounded and outclassed. And uh, I think that's a diplomacy to see if he, yeah. like. You can't do that in combat. Oh, that's right. It's a one minute. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay, so he's just cast shield. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, as I was saying very dramatically, Gerhard Pendergast looks down at his hands, looks up at the group surrounding him and doesn't know what to do. So he drops the whip for free, draws the blunderbuss for one action. And hey, free whip! And fires it in front of him. Everyone in a 30-foot cone. That's OP. So well, that's not really. He can get th- one of us. Yeah, he gets Pond Watcher. Unfortunately, just Pond Watcher. Bring it on! It deals. The guy who jostled my whip. Take the fury <laughs> of my blunderbuss. I thought you said thirty foot cone. Yeah, but the but the first point of a cone is always one square. Yeah. Okay. And because he's adjacent to all four of us, he could hit one of us. And I can maybe also get you, Temid. But that's I get Temid yeah. as well. Right, that's I'm, like, literally in your face grabbing your stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, I shoot you, but I also get timid in that 30-foot cone. You do not. Not not Pond, not Pond Watcher, only Brianna. Right, if you only hit Brianna... Only if you were to shoot Brianna. You would oh. get both of them. Pond Watcher, you just get Pond Watcher. All right, well, I'm just going to get... I'm just going to get Pond Watcher because he's the one who's been, uh... You know... I'm going to eat be- those bullets. I'm going to spit them out. So, give me a reflex save. Well, I can tell. Twenty-four. Nice. So you are taking all the damage. No. Yeah, like like one d four damage. Got it. <laughs> well, so it you first five. take thirteen bludgeoning damage. Minus five. Oh man. Oh, minus five because you're limiting step. And then you can move if you want. Well, you also take fourteen fire damage from that as well. Are you kidding me? No. That's two sevens on on a two d ten. What a freaking lucky! All right, so thirteen damage and then fourteen damage. Yes, and then subtract five from all that. Does he subtract five from each because no. they're two separate damage sources? No, because I, I can only cast it once. I think. I okay. I don't know. Let me. It's just, the the damage is him. He's the source of damage. His gun. So it would be five off the total. So uh, Pondwasher ta- tanks it and just glares at him and doesn't look phased at all. Okay, so now, just so you guys know what's happening here, this as since you guys are so close and he just shot this blunderbuss off right in front of you guys, you notice that it doesn't look that great of a blunderbuss. You would almost call it a shoddy blunderbuss. So now he must succeed at a crafting or engineering check or else it'll explode. <laughs> Unless it, for us. unless it kills us, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm over here. <laughs> Away wait. from everybody. So wait, it's goblin made? Like... Essentially. Someone's going to find this clearing filled of exploded bodies and really be very confused about what happened. <laughs> I failed. I rolled oh, a no. 16. Oh, boy. 
And I'm rolling this out in front of everyone. You should all be able to see the numbers. Yeah, what's the DC? That two. 20. And it's a two on the die for a failure. Yeah, it's plus 14. He just had to get a six. So, Sean, what are the rules for the blunderbuss exploding? Uh, I'm yeah. reading, right? I'm double-checking. It, it says that it just explodes in his hands, and it destroys itself. It deals the same amount of damage to him that it dealt to the target. <laughs> plus 2d10. Uh, so he takes 13 and 14. Nice. nice Is Brianna gonna liberating step him? <laughs> I mean, she wants to, but she only gets one reaction per turn. Uh, and you see the, the the ends of his handlebar mustache <laughs> singed as the blunderbuss is just broken and in pieces. And his face no, is... My beard wax. <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining the full-on Elmer Fudd, like, split barrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say, and his face is covered in black soot. Brianna, it is your turn. Uh, ugh. I don't want to just take a step back be like, oh, you poor soul. But, uh, <laughs> he, he was rude to all of us, so I'm gonna just keep thwacking him. How's a 33? That, that sounds like a hit. Awesome. How about some 10 damage? He is bleeding profusely as you slice into the center of his chest. You see where he was holding the blunderbuss. There's just a giant hole in his armor that you just find, and you forcefully sweep through there, piercing him. Uh, I will hold my next two actions as she will look to Pawn Watcher since technically we gave chase because he started chasing. <laughs> so she'll kind of look over her shoulder and be like, is this enough? So you can you can ready an action with two actions that, and give me parameters if you'd like. Uh, sure. If I see that um, Gerhard is going to do some sort of other attack on my friend, then she will attack essentially. Okay. Pond Watcher, you're up. So this man just basically emptied a shotgun into my stomach and then it exploded on him. Yup. Yep. <laughs> uh, Pond Watcher had already dropped his weapon, so he looks down to the cinder claw gauntlet on his hand. Oh no. You've had your chance to apologize. And he swings once with his fist towards his, uh, these, this gentleman's face. For a 33 nice. to hit. That'll hit. Oh, nice. oh, my God. We're all rolling well. So that deals nine damage. The gauntlet, you punch him square in the face, and he just collapses. We did it, guys. We beat this guy to death for is being mean to him. Is he or does he seem dead, or, or what? I believe... Uh, oh, no, the Cinder Gauntlet does lethal. Unless you don't want it to do lethal, then you can always... Un- say will do control you you don't have to kill him but you definitely you definitely broke his nose and orbital bone and there are a couple teeth on the end of that gauntlet yeah i mean this is more of a lesson than a like a murder (laughs) well is the lesson that you're gonna get murdered in the jungle is that what the lesson was (laughs) i mean the lesson is you're you deserve to die but i'm too morally pure to let it happen (laughs) He's still dying one, right? Yeah, right, because he he seems like an NPC. So, yeah, I'll just, like, heal him. Okay, you are out of combat, unless you guys want to, like, curb stomp him. I think, no, I think think, uh, Pond Watcher has been sated by this, because he's fulfilled his mandate of never letting something slide. 
And now he he made his point, and he he does he's not malicious. He's not going to continue. Okay, <laughs> so he is definitely on the ground, uh, bleeding Rob out right first. now. Rob him what is that? Up. What's the movie where the quote is like the Bible is somewhat fuzzier on the subject of kneecaps? <laughs> I believe that's Firefly. Okay, yeah, something. I knew it was something like that, but. <laughs> So, Temid, you stabilize him, I'm assuming? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I need to roll. I have a plus 15, and a, I could get a 20 if I take assurance. So, I'll... Oh. Yeah, Twin Talon's <laughs> going gonna... to look away. Yeah, Twin Talon's going to um, cut off his shirt and pants. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, Leave him his boots. Nobody deserves to be bootless. Um, but he'll take his... Anything he's got, basically... Uh, well, in his take, in his, take his gun and his uh, his weapons. Yeah, I'll take his broken gun and his whip and whatever else he's got. You get a shoddy blunderbuss, ten daggers, ten grape shot, ten gunpowder. Uh, you remove his plus one leather armor. You remove his monocle. His oh, pl- you gotta give that to me, bro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Five tinder twigs. And Pondwash, or he dropped the plus one striking whip that he had. Oh boy! Nice. <laughs> it's a also- holy symbol of my goddess. You also see a bag that was slung on his back. And what's in that? Uh, as you <laughs> reach in there, you pull out three kegs. Oh, go on. Of black powder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Damn it still man. tries to drink from them. Uh, <laughs> let me reiterate this. In a backpack, he had three kegs of black powder. I want to look into the backpack. Does it look bigger on the inside? Yes, it does. Awesome. Timid cast searing light on the... Nope. Uh, <laughs> Timid kills everyone within 25 feet. <laughs> yeah, for real. Timid reenacts what's been happening in every New York City neighborhood for the past two months. <laughs> and New Jersey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, if then us too. Anyone is knowledgeable in, oh, I don't know, Arcana or... Hey, I can roll I got that a, now. No, actually, I got... 21 Arcana. Only 20? That's, that's not that much worse. Timid <laughs> has a four. Uh, okay. So, Pond Watcher and Soraya, you guys know that that is a bag of holding type one. Oh my god, Soraya, thank you for teaching me how to look for magic stuff. You didn't even have your hatchet. Yes, I threw that into the woods like three weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't showing me what I wanted. It was too much of a Scorpio. I couldn't trust it. Oh. Well, I was going to say, you realize our GM is a Scorpio. Uh, oh, that makes so much sense. The other question I wanted to ask is, is the monocle magical, or is he just wearing it to be a douche? He has a stigmatism in one eye. Yes, no, oh. it's not magical. Damn it. Okay, no los dos. Uh, if no one else wants it, Jasper absolutely no. takes the monocle. I feel like yes. Pond Watcher and Jasper have a moment where it goes back and forth, but then Pond Watcher's like, you know what? You deserve this. It's the Kill Bill sirens <laughs> between the between Watcher and Jasper's. Beep, beep, beep. You deserve this, buddy. You, you've done so much. We haven't given you a ton of stuff. You deserve this, okay? You know. Jasper is rapidly, just because of his size, is rapidly becoming the most blinged out member of the party. He's got his little gauntlet, like 
neck armor helmet. He's got his little monocle now that he's gonna wear like a necklace. He's also oh doesn't he has the orcs too? He does. The orcs false gold too. Gold too. We're basically making it. We're making him into a, like a medieval predator drone. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he just he's a crow. He loves his shiny things. He's a raven. So he's I'm ecstatic. going to assume. I'm going to assume you're all gonna go back to that totem and the boat, right? Yeah, good here. Oh yeah, what? Wait, what are you doing with Gerhard? Are you leaving him there? No, Twin Twin Talon would would take him back if. Also, Twin Talon, once the fight is over, is going to get down off the horse. Okay. Um, and if, and uh, if no one else will, then Twin Talon will carry Gerhard back just to throw him in the is wagon. He passed out. Oh yeah, he's unconscious. He's stabilized. You bring him back to like zero hit points, so he's stable. He's unconscious. Him carry him. You kind of like sack him over your shoulder and you head back to where you first met him. You avoid the bees this time and the mud. Should we do something with the uh, the totem pole before uh, we deal with this unconscious man? I think you should break it. I agree. Wow. I knew I liked you. I want to jump onto the wagon that he brought and do a flying elbow drop onto the soda bowl. So you, while Pond Watcher is ceremonially breaking this uh, pillar of... It's my religion and it involves the macho man. Don't ask any questions. Oh, yeah. Um, I am the cream of the crop. That was an awkward, awkward thing. It's a Macho Man thing. Come on. Oh, guys. no, that's Come amazing. On. No, we we get it. It's just that I was too busy laughing away from the mic. <laughs> like, so. we're, just, we're just, like, really disturbed by your love of the Macho Man. <laughs> that too. <I> <laughs> so, you guys, while Pond Watcher is destroying this totem, you find. Ancient the... piece of history that yeah. could be in a museum in Taldor. You guys find the boat right at the edge of the river that Gerhard was trying to uh, to load it onto. Can the rest of you who have Gerhard and are on the boat give me a perception check? 22 for Timid. 27 for Twin Talon. 26 for Rihanna. 18. Okay. So you look at this boat and you think you could this you could use the boat to go up and down the river if you wanted to. Uh, but other than that, as you kind of start looking around it, you see a small bindle stuffed up in the bow that contains some things that look like they were found on previous expeditions. You find several golden idols of jungle animals. You see some weird, not weird, you see some uh, cloth hand wraps. You find a thurble of revelation and you find a jade serpent figurine so when i looked up the word thurible it then said a sensor and then i had to look up what a sensor is <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh like like an incense sensor yeah I that you're not catholic yeah don't know i am not catholic no it shows they give us those to fight the zombies <laughs> oh cool okay that's your confirmation you're given one <laughs> you need this to fight the zombies Yes, you have to solemnly swear to fight in the zombie wars on the side of Christianity. Okay, before we offend and lose listeners. So is this uh, a, a lesser or a moderate or a greater? A lesser. 
Um, ju just because we're kind of breezing through, because with enough time and enough mice and enough typewriters, um, the that's plus one striking hand wraps of mighty blows. The six idols are made of gold, and each one is worth twenty five gold pieces. And it's a jade serpent wondrous figurine. Ooh, those are usually fun. Does anyone flip through the the journals that you found? So as you're flipping through the journals, you hear the explosion of wood from Podwatcher's area. And uh, you hear him yell something about snapping into a Slim Jim. And then, as you look through the journals, you find that all of these items were quote-unquote saved from savages in previous expeditions. He also indicates in there that there is an ancient temple in this area that clashes with his, with my own personal claims about the history of the Boyangi Expanse. It must not be allowed to survive. I must collapse it to keep my to keep my legacy intact. Uh, and there's a little map that he has drawn and I'm going to uncover it on the hex map that you so you know where you're supposed to go. Awesome. I'm guessing that's why he was carrying the kegs of powder. You also see mention in there that he has sent his brother ahead to plant the explosives. Guys, looks like uh, he had a brother and he's uh, going ahead to this uh, temple to to rig explosives. Um, I'm going to hold on to these journals and the next time we go back home, find a way to expose this man as the fraud he is, as um, that is one of my tenets of serenity to always be able to find truth and speak truth. Yes, you should punish him for what he's done. I support this 110%. Thank you, Pandwacher. So with that... Uh... Well, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I have a question. Yes. Um, the uh, the figurines, uh, the animal figurines, do they look like any of them may belong to anyone that we have come across to this point? Like, are there any elephant ones that may belong to the elephant people or something of that nature? No, there's mostly cats. Uh, so there's like uh, a jaguar and a panther. There's two of those. And then the there is a snake. And uh, there is a monkey and two frogs. I feel like we've run into this previously. We definitely found one. Yeah, I'd like to at least show them to the Ikuje and see if. Yeah, didn't the Ikuje say they had gold at one point, but it, like it's gone now? Well, it was very confusing. It was confusing. I think that they were slaves and they were made to mine gold by the um, Cinder Claw. Probably the people. Who are doing the with the kobolds now? Yeah. But well, uh, either way, it'd be good to bring this back to them. Yeah, make or sure maybe they'll be... know who it might belong to if it does belong to somebody. I feel like he's been plundering this area, and I don't know. Maybe it might be nice to kind of give back to the the people that have been kind in hosting us. It could just be that he looted them from this temple that he wants to destroy. Also very true. Yeah. So well, after that. Uh, what are you doing with Gerhard? So Twin Talon is going to very carefully shave off his mustache and beard. <laughs> oh, 
no. And does he have mustache wax, I'm assuming, with him somewhere? Look at and, that guy. And he's going to very heavily wax it before he does it okay. so that it comes off, like, intact together. <laughs> oh, my God. Are, are you taking a trophy? Uh, well, we want to make sure that his brother knows that we're serious. I like this a lot better than taking his thumbs or his ears or something. Yeah, and those could be anybody's thumbs or ears. But when you see someone's facial hair, you know that's your brother's facial hair. That's true. You know what? So I guess we don't want to tie his hands behind his back, put a vial of grave root in his mouth, and tell him to be extra careful until his brother comes back. No, I think had his brother off at the pass. Yeah, that's a little dark, (laughs) by the way. Uh, I think we should probably head his brother off at the pass of blowing up whatever he's thinking about blowing up. Where is that on the map, Sean? Is that the one with the blue the ring blue, around it? The blue ring, yes. Okay. Okay. So that's actually, it, we could do that in a day. It's northeast of us now. It's past the totem we were at last time. Yeah. So we, we don't need to explore that one thoroughly. We can kind of just rush through and go through two hexes in a day. And did uh, our friend find anything in the hex to the north of us? Yes. So she comes back, Renuli comes back, and... Tells you all about her wonderful adventure, where <laughs> she saw a magnificent ebony-winged man, and oh. that they were—they had a wonderful conversation, and that they were—they're getting married, aren't they? But they said they had to leave because they were late to deliver a message, and they he. It they they left and she came back here. An ebony winged man. Uh, ebony winged human form. Are the wings ebony or is the person ebony? The person is ebony. The wings were are golden and orange and gold. Yeah, does that? Does like, does that ring any bells for anybody? Um, <laughs> dark lore. It sounds like it's an angel or a demon. Elven lore. Knowledge religion. I mean, uh, religion, uh, okay, I am trained. I am trained, but I roll for shit. That's a 12. Not enough. There we go. Temid, Temid, there we go. Temid with a 29. (laughs) That description to you, Temid, uh, reminds you of a angel. That description to me reminds me of an angel, guys. Well, Bernard, did he say... Or does this person give a name or a purpose? What exactly was your conversation about? Spoke, and um, his name was... Oh, my goodness. C-H-I-O-M-A. Chioma? 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 I want to call him Chioma, because I like Chioma. They they said their name was Chioma. Are you sure it's not pronounced Chioma? (laughs) I'm just being a dick now, sorry. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So it is a real Oh, I'm sure name. it is. But like uh, does that with 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 Tevin's twenty nine, does that ring any more bells for him? Nope. <laughs> nope. But it was okay. sending a message? They were they were taking a message. I mean, how far has an angel have fallen to be a postman? Like I don't understand like what would they be doing here? Just delivering messages for people? Could be between other spirits, especially if, if Dahawk is a... Does that, does that 29 help me in any way understand what the, you know, why the angel would be here? Does it seem weird, or does it seem normal, or he doesn't get it? 
<laughs> He's actually just Pathfinder Hermes, guys. <laughs> just normal, guys. I see angels all the time, especially when I drink. <laughs> so you're like the dude Speaking from of evil. Which, Got it. He, uh, he, he wants to make sure that he shares a drink with um, the blunderbuss guy, whose name I'm just not going to remember because I don't Gerhard. care about him anymore. Gerhard. Whatever, blunderbuss guy. Um, so he puts a, a mug up to his lips while he's passed out, and then he takes a sip out of the mug. And he's like, all right, share a drink with the guy. I'm good. <laughs> that was the whole purpose of the chase, just to do that. This is why I'm glad it... Surya is talking to Jasper as she says, this is why I'm glad I don't have any social obligations. Renuli <laughs> uh, also says that the the angel was looking for... to deliver a message to the, the Ikuje and find some plants as... A wizard that they work with needed to bury the lead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the, uh, okay. Renuli, don't you think that was important to tell us in the first place? I was getting there. Pacing All right, I'm sorry. sorry. You're the I'm worst sorry. unpaid scout we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, actually, if you guys aren't going to move for the rest of the day because it's you've had a long arduous day of chasing people give me a survival check for the camp timid is primary like timid. <laughs> i found a stick oh boy 14. i got a 15 wow got we are 11. stinking it up Ooh. we're stinking and out so loud. we get a plus two so it's a 17 it's a plus it's a four plus four okay so 19 which is not good in fact i dare say that this is a fail. Yeah, because we need like a 32 or 33 to crit succeed, so... Yeah. So, it's going to be a rough night, guys. I need all of you to give me a fortitude saving throw. 28. Okay. Nice. 21. Alright. Okay. Natural 1. No! <laughs> 29. Okay. So, you all sleep for the night. You heal up your constitution modifier times your... I'm sure Temet also topped everyone off. And you all wake up feeling great. Except... Actually, no, you all wake up feeling great. Actually. Onset I don't time. believe you. <laughs> yeah. Onset <laughs> times. Oh, no. Temet just randomly cast remove disease on a random character, like, I don't know, Twin Talon, maybe. Yeah. And we can prove that it's random because he could have picked anybody, but he picked me. So there you go. Yeah. Moving on. Where are you all headed? I say we go try to find the brother. Yeah. Head towards so are you the guys temple. Going north and then northeast? Are you going northeast and then north? How are you guys getting there? Are you going back to where the first pillar that you destroyed was and then up north? Or are you going My this? vote... Oh, excuse me. Uh, my vote would be to go north, immediately north, because even though it's unlikely we might run into that angel again... I mean, well, we would we never ran into that angel, but we know the angel was there. And we've right. already explored the my, other part. My, my worry is that we're not going to make it to the second hex in one day if we go through one we haven't explored yet. Unless... Renuli exploring it counts as us exploring it. I mean, she... Unless we want to scour. So I thought the um, hex being exposed on the map kind of meant that it was explored. So yeah, I guess we could go either way, and we haven't personally been through the 
direct north. Okay. Does that, does that work for everybody? Yeah. I, I'm just worried that if we don't go, if we don't make haste to the guy who's going to blow something up, that he's going to blow it up before we get there. Yeah, that's that's true. I I guess. Yeah, uh, like theoretically, we know the northeast is safe. Right. Okay. We know the path of the northeast, so that would be the most expedient path. I understand the impetus to go north because we haven't been there. We might catch the angel, but if that's going to short us time getting to where we need to go, uh, I feel like getting there is more important. We can yeah, that's back. true. And yeah, we could circle back, and we know that the angel's headed towards the Akuja anyway, so at worst case scenario, we might meet up with the angel there. Okay, I'm convinced. Let's do it. So, you all head where Gerhard's brother is supposed to be. As you approach, you see an identical-looking man, and he just has the most smug smile. And you see that there are is a there are three lines leading out from the cave to a box with a plunger on it and we will find out what happens now next week no, don't no. Say it. Don't say it. No. is it a toilet plunger thank you for listening to the crack die podcast background sound effects provided by sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.